This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to the Saturday Afternoon Expanding Horizons Mess Up. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, Marina, for um, giving up your Saturday afternoon and immediately you'd be thinking, man, I've wasted my time here. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Today, just so we know, we've got Mark Catley in the studio. Mark, how are you? I am very good. Thank you for having me along. Yeah, he's going to come on and um, be a guest, but suddenly I've roped him into actually running the board. <laughs> he was like, oh, I wasn't trained for this. And that was Groove Show by One Drop Nation because in the studio today, live, we have Darren, the keyboard player. Oh, he does vocals as well. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> what an intro, what an intro. Because today in the studio, live, 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 we have Lucy Gray. Ciao, everyone. And that is your main job, is to butter up our guests. Yeah, yeah. So they no, come no, back. I was being truthful about that, Lucy. <laughs> Expanding Horizons. And kia ora koutou and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. My name's Stu and sitting across from me, what's the frequency called? 96.9. You like what I did there? I did. It was very clever. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Yeah. Is that right? That's correct. By REM? It is. I need to turn my headphones up. Always on here, my headphones are down. You do, you do. Do that. Now, how's your day been? It's been busy, mm-hmm. getting things wrong. Getting, getting things wrong. Getting well, you're, you're in the right place, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, that's you're right. The... <laughs> getting my... Oh, we're going here, we're going there, we weren't going anywhere. Just yeah. hell in a handbasket, that right. was me. I had a moral test of character today. Why is that? I was in a shop buying something, looking for something, and I saw what I was looking for, and it had the wrong price tag on it. Ooh. And I thought, and it was like $60 less. Wow. Yeah. And I thought, mm, what am I going to do here? Because I could surely get away with it. Yeah. But I didn't. Ah. I picked up another one that had the correct price on it and went oh, to moral test of I passed. So Liam's nodding his head because he's, he's like, I would have done the same thing. Thumbs up from Liam on that one. I didn't let the people in the shop know. No, no. Because I thought I'd leave it there so someone else could come in and have a moral test That's of character. Yeah. See, I'm always thinking of others. Yeah, you're such a good person. Such a giving person, Stu. Yeah, now last week on the show we had uh, Sophia McRae, right? Yeah, on the line from Wellington. From Wellington Live. That was Lovely great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was good. Excellent. She was in good form. She was, mm. and she'll be on her tour. Yeah, she'll be heading to Dunedin. Dunedin, I think, tonight in, mm. in Dunedin, right? Yeah. And um, Would have done the show last night at the Wonder Bar. Yep, that's right. So if you want to listen to that, to the, our interview with, the second interview with Sophia, you can go to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9, and there's a few other shows in. I was looking up a few shows in the week, and, um, yeah. They're there. Oh, they're, I was going to say nothing. I just waiting for you to finish. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was dragging it. Yeah, out. they're there. They, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, go to your favourite podcast player and you can look for Expanding Horizons. You'll see uh, handsome faces on an icon. Yeah. And, um, and, and mm. Paige and Ava, you should be listening. So if you're not, 
then you can download it later. There's two of our new fans. Oh, new fans. I was like, who are they? Yeah, that's right. They know who they are. Colleagues of yours, are they? Clients. Clients, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Anyway, today, let's get enough. Let's get enough. Let's get enough of that. Because today we've got Quint and Liam in the studio. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora. How are you? And we're going to be chatting all about the new tunes that are coming out and the new... The new career, is is that right? Yeah. Getting a big nod. Yeah. (laughs) And we just found that everyone's related to everyone in the city (laughs) music-wise, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Everyone's in everyone's back pocket. Mm. Which is good in the exciting Ototahi music scene. Yeah, that's right. And it's good to have some local musicians on again because during New Zealand Music Month, we had a truckload, didn't we? Yeah, we had a truckload of people on. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably make this point later, but people say there's nothing to do in Ototahi. There's plenty to do and plenty of people to see. That's right. Mm. Anyways, so I'm going to play some music to start with. Do it, Stu. And so this is you put this together like three or four weeks ago. I did, right? This all of this stuff. So we might start with this one then, Miracle Legion. Yep. Yep. You remember doing this, Cole? I do. It's from here to there to back again, isn't it? Well, I don't know. It's yeah. the backyard. Yeah. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll do. All right. This is the backyard from Miracle Legion, and you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM ninety six point nine. I didn't have 
eclectic mix for the discerning listener. Yes, we are an eclectic mix for the discerning listener here on Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole, and we've got Quinn and Liam in studio as well, and we'll get to them shortly. That was uh, Miracle Legend with The Backyard. It's interesting that you played that that's, um, ID at the start of the sweeper at the start because it had, what's the frequency, Kenneth by mm. REM. Yep. Is that not, are they not like REM in a yeah, different yeah, guise yeah, or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. The boys are just nodding, going, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. Which right. is all right. If you're going yeah, yeah. to sound like someone, REM's, you know, okay to sound like, yeah, I guess. Might as well. Right, let's get on the platform. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, friends and Romans, countrymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, punks and skins and journeymen. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, my sisters and my brethren. The time is coming near. All right, and the time is here, and Quinn and Liam are in the studio. Thanks, guys, for giving up your Saturday afternoon. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah no, you. it's great. It's great having you in. So, you're in here because you, you change your career, right? You've gone from being in other people's bands, <laughs> playing other people's tunes, to doing your own thing. Yeah, no, so, more, no more session musician. No yeah, more session musician stuff, that. right? No, nah, so we're, we're currently in the process of getting things going with our own music as a duo writing and getting it all out there, which is yeah. pretty fun. And and um, a bit nerve-wracking, I reckon, from, you know, playing other people's stuff where they just go, you just do this, and you go, okay, thanks, that'll be the dollars, and then, mm. and then you leave. Yeah. Now to um, everyone's going to be listening and thinking, did you write this? Is this, mm. you know? Yeah, which can be empowering really. and a bit nerve-wracking, I guess. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Is it? It's just, it's just a lot more personal, I would say, because I guess when you're playing other people's music, it's like... Oh yeah, learn the part, play it as best as I can. But then when it's your stuff, it's like, oh, this this comes from something from inside of me or from inside of us. So like, yeah. you know, any critiques like, oh, it's a bit scary. I, mean, I was I was going to say, um, it can be, I imagine, a bit either cathartic or a very open, like raw kind of thing. You know, mm. cathartic. I need to write this song about this to get it out there, mm. or um, a rev- a revelation of yourself that other people in the audience going. Oh, yeah, nodding along. Yeah, a lot of our writing, we just figured out, we used to live together and we just sat down and wrote and we figured out that it works really well. Like, we can just sit down and it doesn't feel hard at all and a song comes out at the end and that's what all of our songs are. Like, it doesn't feel like work, it's just us. Are you a um, lyrics first, melody later, or yeah? (laughs) It changes every time. Does it? Yes. Yeah. Totally organic every single time. Sometimes there's a theme of like, oh, the ocean, and then we'll write a song and it'll... Imagery and stuff. It'll have this meaning to... A different meaning to everyone, but to us, we know what it's about, and yeah. Mm. And I was going to say, you, you, do you, is it like you come home and you go, hey, I've got this, I've got this, get your guitar, because I've got this in my mind. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, and I have to get it down or I have to get it out. Well, but, these two songs were more... Coming home from work one day and going, oh, do you want to do you write some music? We're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe like an hour or two later, it's like, oh, we'll finish the song. Oh, that's cool. And then you leave it. And then maybe a few weeks later, same thing again. And how many, um, if you, are you big on reworking? Like, you know, reworking a track here. Once you've written it, because I was going to say, once you, you know, spend that couple of hours putting it down, are you, are you recording it somewhere, then going, right, let's do a, a version of that just so we've got it? Mm. Yeah, so we 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 write it all. Most of the songs are written as like quite an organic folk song, quite stripped back, just two guitars and vocals. And we'll record that on our phones, and then go and listen back to it, 
and eventually when we go to record it, we'll record all the parts ourselves, send the drums away, drum all uh, John O'Blackie, he, he records the drums, and then it gets mixed by Levi, oh. who's he lives in Brighton. Right, But, right. yeah. Okay, so are they, um, are they kind of mates of yours, or are they just people that you've worked with previously when you've done all the session musicians? Or? We met them both through the jazz school, so... Right, yeah. so you're... Uh, so just so people know, like, half of the cross-jazz musicians <laughs> must have either been through the jazz school... Or the Rob Tate School of Music, yeah. right? There's a big shout out to you there, Rob. Who's I've done like, both. <laughs> you've done both, right? Yeah, and and so that whole jazz school. I mean, it's not just just on the side there. It's not only about learning the craft and learning the um, you know the style and all that kind of thing, but it's also that networking must be mm-hmm. really important, right? It's a massive part of it. Mm. And there's the contemporary stream and the jazz stream, and they're they're very they. You're not, they're very you're, different. You're not sitting across the uh, sitting across the quad going that lot of contemporary. Do you not have anything <laughs> yeah. to do with them? You know what they're sometimes, like. Sometimes, sometimes. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just as soon as you said that, I thought to myself about the um, the movie. Oh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's an Irish movie, and they form the big soul band. You know the one I'm talking about. No. Anyway, he does. He does. Anyway, one, of the, your guy, own one of the guys in it, you know, like they're in the big soul band, and he gets into jazz, and he turns up one day in his like suit and everything, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "I just wanted this big solo bit in it." And, you know, they're like, "This is a soul band, mate. We're not having any, uh, you know, your jazz spiraling stuff in it." I just wondered, you know, when you're at jazz school, it's like. Don't go anywhere near those lot. Oh well, yeah, because I was contemporary and Liam here was jazz. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then. I don't even know how we met, but now we're just biz mates. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a, a a good venue for that kind of whole networking and oh, yeah. as well as learning your craft and all that kind of thing. Meet so many people, mm. and like as we all know, it's so small. Everyone mm. knows everyone in Christchurch, but in the Christchurch music scene's as even we, smaller. As we just found out earlier, when Liam was yeah. you know, before mm. the show, when Liam was talking about his partner, and we're like. Ah, she's been on our show before as well, so <laughs> you've got something to talk about in common now. Uh, when I was on the show, they were a lot better than when you were on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the commitment's cold. Is that the, the commitments, film? yeah, that's it. Commit- yeah. You guys ever seen that? Oh, pretty old film. Yeah. I've, I've got the vinyl at home. Oh, have you? I do. Mustang Sally was probably yeah. the big single that came out of that, right? Right. That was the first of three movies that were made hmm. around that, yeah, in that whole thing. But, right. yeah, the guy, the guy who plays the... The bra, you know, the saxophone or whatever became a jazz musician, and everyone was against him then. Yeah. <laughs> Tribalism. 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 That's, what it, that's yeah. what it is. So we'll get back to it. So you guys were you were saying that you, you'd come home from work maybe and put a put a song together, and and then do you, do you try it on your out on your flatmates? <laughs> you know, hey, sit down at dinner and listen to this. Well, that's the thing is, well, when we were living together writing those songs, our other flatmate was my partner, who's also quite a good musician, so we had a good harsh critic as a flatmate. Oh, it, so, saying that then, did she just go, really? You're not calling that a song, are you? Uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. She, <laughs> or she'd be like, oh, it's a little cringe, maybe change it, but... If it was wrong, she would tell us. Yeah, she'd yeah, you know? yeah. And, and sometimes I'm getting, that's, that's what good. you need, right? You need oh, someone totally. Because mm. you, don't want to, you don't want to put it together and then go out and play in, in the crowd and people in the audience are going... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just going to the toilet, like, how long are you on for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, that's right. So have you, um, have you already been giving these tracks a bit of an airing out there in the kind of wider public? Well, so we've had one single out um, for a few months now. We just had one 
come out two weeks ago and just trying to get it around as much as possible yeah right get people to listen to it so Stu, you've got that all lined up haven't you yep for a bit of a play yeah, are we going to do it now? Should we do it now? Let's yeah, do it now. And we're talking about the harborist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you had this. This was listed on RDU as well. I saw you promoting yeah. that, right? So it's oh, on RDU right. as yeah, well. Yeah. And waves. And waves. Oh, all right. Nice. Excellent. All right. Let's do this then. This is the harborist, and you're on expanding horizons.
Yes, we have it all here on Expanding Horizons on 96.9, Stu and Cole, and we've got Liam and Quinn in as well. And that was the harborist from Quinn Mannix. So on Facebook, you're Quinn Mannix, that's your name. It's not your stage name. My stage name has a V in it. It has a V in it. I saw that there. (laughs) (laughs) Very original. (laughs) Isaac, is it for something? I was wondering if it was five. No, nah, it's it's my middle name's Vowsden, so it's right, just the right. V from that. Is that right? Yeah. What a yeah. cool middle name. That's that's cool. Yeah, it's a good yeah. Scrabble score. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that on Facebook, and sometimes names are already taken, and I yeah. wondered if you chucked that V in there because of that. Nah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's excellent. cool. That's beautiful. How great was yeah, that song? Cool. Thank that's you cool. very much. And yeah, we were talking you. about the um, mm. like the great guitar playing in it, and you're playing a lap steel, right? Yeah, so there's couple gu- acoustic um, guitar tracks there's Liam on the electric lead lines and then there's a lap steel just under it so yeah. how did you get on to um, playing a lap steel because I can't imagine that's something that um, they teach at jazz school well so it hasn't been a jazz staple has it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, not, like yet, not yet Benny Goodman and his lap steel mate <laughs> <You know? laughs> but so for I did jazz school as a singer um, and then for my second instrument like class I did guitar and my uh, my teacher was Harry Harrison, who is awesome at slide and lap steel. And I was like, okay, I, I want to learn slide. Then he brought up his lap steel one day, and I just fell in love with it. Like, mm. it's so fun, so fun to play. Really confusing, but really challenging in a good way. Yeah. And it just adds a lot of ambience to everything. Because it's such a um, staple of... It always reminds me of those 70s country folk yeah, everyone's kind of on the lap still. That guy on the on the stage sitting down. Everyone yeah. else is rocking out. He's just sitting there, just sliding, sliding away. Yeah. And then I, I always makes me think of those. You know, when you're saying about slide guitar, there's people. You know, like those blues players are playing with a bottleneck. Yeah. You know, like that's pretty impressive as well. I or imagine. A pint glass. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Whatever comes to hand. So, um, before you went to jazz school, I was thinking to myself because we were just talking Liam off air about the whole Dexys Midnight Runners look and I was, I was giving you a bit of a which is cool right you're typecast forever yeah yeah I'll just call you Dexy from now on and, but I was wondering um, what's kind of your musical background before you went to school before you went to jazz school what were kind of your influences you know where did you first kind of decide music was your thing I feel like it's just always been a thing like I, I used to watch my parents would have some friends around and they'd put me on the couch and I'd watch Queen live at Wembley, top to bottom. And if that was finished, then I'd go watch a David Bowie thing and it's just... I've I've always been surrounded by music, mainly rock. And then, like, rock, and then that morphed into metal and then I fell in love with country and folk and Mm. now I'm just trying to do all that together. Now you're pushing it all together into one big sound, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. It's a fusion fusion that's right yeah just whatever comes out that's yeah. what it is yeah that's cool 
it's good, good to have that kind of broad it's yeah. it's much like you know when you, you hear these athletes and they go oh when i was a kid i played every sport i could get my hands on yeah you know and because they're saying you should diversify right because you, you don't want to be pigeonholing yourself and saying that, I'm about to hear Liam tell me he only ever listened to one genre of the whole life. <laughs> no. Wow. Actually, now well. that you mention it. No. Um, when I was a kid, I was a sports person. I didn't actually do music until I was about 13. Mm. And so I was a, I was a semi-pro swimmer. And then I just got real sick of swimming and quit. And I was like, oh, what do I do with my spare time now? <laughs> and so my dad bought me a guitar. I taught myself some folky stuff and then... Yeah, just kept learning, got into metal, some little Quinn, which is always good. Um, nice is it learn. because of, like, look, I'm just wondering, you know, with the metal, because it's such, it's so technical for the guitar playing? It's I would say so, yeah. I think it's just, like, quite stimulating as well. Like, you're just really, like, in it when you're listening to it. So, mm. yeah. And it's, it's very raw, like, a spit, like, the vocals. I get that it's not for everyone, but it's just, like, raw emotion. Yeah. Mm like just all coming out at once which mm. you can't really get in a lot of other genres yeah. well it's a lot harder anyway mm. a couple of weeks ago i was reading an article of an interview with elif shafak right who is a um turkish british author right she's like you know she's won awards for for her books she's written i don't know maybe 10 books right and um so <laughs> Don't worry, this is going somewhere. It'll go somewhere. <laughs> You'll see. It'll tie back to what you're talking about, we've done, right? We've done the intro, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just building a background for the... And showing you that I'm well read. There's some, pillow, there's some pillows over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we've only got an hour, so I'm cutting this short, this story. Sorry, Cole. No, it's all right. It's all right. Anyway, so um, someone, asked, someone had asked her, you know, when she goes on book tours about what's her writing technique. And she said what she does is she just plays one song over and over and over again and then they asked her and she said well um when i was younger i got into heavy metal and then she said like i listened to a lot of nordic dark metal all this kind of and and (laughs) she said the people in the audience just like look at her because she's this like petite very statuesque looking um woman and she said like i just pick this one track and i just play it for hours and hours while i write (laughs) so Mm. yeah so, you know, people out there who snub their nose at, like, heavy metal and mm. all that kind of metal because they think it's, you know, here's, here's a woman who's very... Cl- and her books are beautifully written. Mm. That would, That's what... That would kind of become white noise, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. When she, when she was in the zone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. That's interesting. Yeah. That's cool. So, so you uh, got into... Not bad, Cole. You got you like that. You yeah. like that one? Yeah. 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 That's a good story behind it. Yeah, <laughs> see. See, you don't get that every day on all the other stations, mate. <laughs> That's true. So, um, so at home, Liam, were you listen? You know, before you know, when you're a swimmer, because mm. a lot of people run, listen to music, don't they, mm. and all that kind of. Obviously, you can't while you're swimming. No. But well, mate, I don't know. Well, you, you can now <laughs> you with can, the new yeah, headphones, yeah. but yeah. back then, that. Nah. No, but um, so were you getting music at home as well? Yeah, little bits, but I think, I think music didn't have a big part in my life really. So it was all just similar to what we were saying before, background noise, I think. Mm. And then, yeah, I guess in the absence of swimming and sport, I was, I think music really filled that gap, and that's when I started to go, oh, active listening's a thing, you know, exploring the the vast world of all the different genres we've got, I guess, yeah, blossomed from there, really. Did you have a, a big catch-up? A couple of weeks ago, we had Mark Catley on, who does... Um, 
urban paste-up, right? He's a paste-up artist. Oh, yeah. And he was, he was saying on the show that he came from a Baptist household and he only ever listened to, like, hymns and um, Some or- me, orchestral yeah. stuff at home. And then he, <laughs> he won the single of um, this Tears for Fears 7-inch which he, like, then played and played him and his sister loved it. Yeah. And he invited his friend round one day who went, oh, look at this, and then turned it on to the correct speed. He's been playing <laughs> on the wrong speed the whole time. But his whole life was, like, without... And then he just mm. spent that whole life catching mm. up. I think, yeah, very similar for me as well. I come from a religious family. And so I think I, think I started to realise I had a lot to catch up on was when I got to jazz school. And, you know, people my age were talking about these bands from, you know, mm. the 70s and 80s and, like... They're saying things like, oh, everyone knows this stuff. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Who's this Led Zeppelin thing? <laughs> What's this all, this all yeah, that about? Yeah, that kind of thing. Who's on that T-shirt? Was that? <laughs> yeah. You know, and all that kind of... Right. Yeah. Are they new? Are they new? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting look for a modern look. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting how, um, you know, you've, you've gone through all those different genres and then you've kind of ended up, I guess, both of you on that whole, mm. you know, yeah. playing folk and... Yeah, I guess, like, all the songs... Are written and if you if we were to just play them it would sound like a folk song but then we want to the 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 production we we love Lizzie McAlpine if mm. you know her and it's just super produced and super well produced and we want to go for that more modern kind of vibe yeah. with it but still at the essence and it's folk and you're telling stories mm. and it's guitars yeah yeah Tell, oh, no, I was going to say, we'll talk about telling stories a bit, I guess, when we come back, because, Stu, you've got another track of theirs to So play. this is Sailor's Lullaby. That's, that's your other one? That's it. That's the one. Fuel. Good job, well Stu. Done, well done. Good stuff here. He's on the ball with that, Stu. <laughs> All right, so let's do this. This is Sailor's Lullaby from Quinn V. Mannix, and you're on Expanding Horizons. Surely 
Doing it live, 96.9 FM. Yes, we do the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4, and it's repeated after dark on a Thursday night between 9 and 10 because we were kicked off breakfast. That's right. <laughs> but that's an old story. We won't, old story. We won't, be, yeah, we won't go we, over we, hold, we don't hold grudges, do we, Cole? We don't hold grudges against you, Laura. Or Sex Beard. No, or oh. Sex Beard the band. No, we got <laughs> us kicked off. But just mentioning Laura, mm. we'll just pay a quick tribute oh, to Laura. Yep. Because she, she has been wonderful for us. Right? She has been wonderful. I mean, us. the whole station is great, but Laura, you have really looked after us mm. and helped us. Right um, from the start. Yeah. And so we wish you well on your travels. She put her faith in us. Yeah, she did. That's <laughs> and, right. And we let her down by <laughs> getting kicked on breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so anyway. safe travels, Laura. It's yeah. been great. And yeah. hopefully we'll see yeah, you again. Yeah, keep in so. touch. Keep listening. Actually, download our show, Laura. Yeah, about yeah, a do thousand, it. About a thousand, a thousand times. times. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Anyway, that was Quinn V. Mannix with Sailor's Lullaby. Beautiful. Yeah, so yeah, what's cool. called? A Sailor's yeah. Lullaby, right? Yeah, yeah. So what's all that? It's a great title, too. Yeah, it is a great title. It's like Salador, you know, it's beautiful English. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Anyway. So that, we we just, I think that was the first song we wrote together, and we, just, we were just like, okay, let's do it, and we'll, we'll write a song. And then first thing that came to mind, we used to live on Littleton Street, so the flat that we lived on, was affectionately known as the harbour. <laughs> so there's there's a whole lot of imagery that you can write based off the ocean and all that, but I guess it's about that, but for us it's like a bit of a snapshot of that period of our life, mm-hmm. and it's it means its own thing to us. Mm. So I was thinking it's to cool. myself while I was listening to those, um, your artwork, because I'm, you know, like... 
with such a, a great sound, you know, it it's augmented, but isn't it by wonderful artwork that goes with it? Yeah. So have you got who's who's your artist in residence, or is it Liam? You're just looking at it's just you, is it? Yeah, uh, I hope it's not me. It's just <laughs> in terms of like visual art. Yeah. I mean, most like our album covers and uh, sorry EP the single covers. Yeah, yeah. And all that. You've just given it away that there's an album coming. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> so good job. Yeah, we <laughs> tricked you there. Yeah, yeah. good work. Caught you right in then, mate. I didn't see that one coming. I mean, I guess most of it is just me with my iPhone and take a photo and then mess with all the numbers and make okay. it fit a vibe. Really? Mm. Okay, okay. So you mentioned then the album. So you have you have an album um, in the kind of works. It's in the works. All the songs are ready and we're recording at the moment. Oh, right. With, yeah, just in my room. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, how do you enjoy the um, recording process? But it's in your room, so you probably don't mind. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty chill. Relax. Yeah. Is it? Oh, very much so. And then... Yeah, so we got we're about halfway through recording, and then it should be out hopefully at the end of the year. Mm. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so you've got the um, you've got the singles out now. You've got the album kind of in the works. Are you going to give the um, are you going to give those songs a bit of an airing before, you know, like on on a bit of a tour or a bit of a, <laughs> you know, a few gigs around the town? We'll probably do some gigs around here, and then when the album comes out, hopefully, go ex- expand beyond Otatahi. Yeah, mm. right. So people should be checking your socials on Check that. our socials and come along to a gig. Yeah, come along. And uh, I was going to say, um, have you have you been playing a lot? I mean, you know, when you were back doing the session musician stuff and you did for other bands, did you play in some venues that you kind of played in a fair bit? Or you think oh, I could oh, get in there? Rolling Stone. Yeah. Oh, Rolling yeah. Stone's looked after me and my bands and a lot of I've been involved with them a lot and mm. they've looked after us. Yeah, good. And Space Academy and yeah, Dust Room. I was going to yeah. say that. Mm. Space is a I was just reading. Bar. Stu was saying to me the other day, you were saying about the 12 bar closing, and then I read about it. Yeah. yeah. So sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And because, um, you know, that whole trio just there, isn't it? The 12 bar, Space Academy, and mm. the Dark Room really do a lot for um, musicians. Yeah, in this they city. do. You know, if you're playing, um, you, you know, you've got. Uh, your own stuff and you're playing it, you know. Not mm. just, I mean, lots of other bars, you know, getting get cover bands and you can go a million times and see Wagon Wheel done by... By, <laughs> by Sign of the Firebird. <laughs> yeah, that's right, by Sign of the Firebird. But um, if you're doing originals, mm, you know, yeah. those mm. those venues are great for those touring bands. and They're so supportive of it too. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think those three venues um, can accommodate for, like, a wide variety of, like, genres as well. So as, like, a... You know, a lister of, of music in Christchurch. You yeah. could walk down Sanassa Street and go, oh, what sound do mm. I want tonight? Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. And the other thing is, um, I don't know about how this works for you, you know, when you're on stage, but you, you've got a close connection there with, you know, with your audience, don't yeah, you? Yeah, it's very intimate. They're mm. right in your pocket, mm. aren't they? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. You know, and um, which is great. Because I, I even think, you know, you've got the whole biggest stadium, you know, out there at Addington. But when you, I imagine when you're on stage there, you can't see anyone, right? Yeah, it'd be a bit. I mean, I, 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 let me play there. Yeah, but yeah you wouldn't say You just play there yeah. and you just tell yeah, You wouldn't say no. You wouldn't turn <laughs> no, it down no, no. if you packed that place out, <laughs> would you? But it'd feel quite, it'd feel very different, right? Mm. Like, mm. less of a connection yeah. with yeah. 
can't even see the person at the end. Because, mm. I mean, the last time I was in there was watching Iron Maiden, right? We yeah. were just talking about Iron Maiden off air. And, I mean, they need, I think, a big stage because they're, yeah. firstly, they're quite a big band. Mm. But then they got, you know, set after set after set, and you're not getting them, yeah. you, you know, down in the dark room. But then I wonder <clears throat> how much they miss those years when they played in small clubs. Mm. That's right. You know, with the audience straight in front of them. And we've talked about this before, but Frank Turner, you know, big mm. international artist, really, isn't he? Yep. Um, and we saw him in Wellington, and we were like, what, 10 metres away? That's right, yeah. And he plays those venues exactly for that reason, that yep. he doesn't want to lose connection to the crowd, because he's done big arenas. Yeah, that's and right. He's, no, he's done the um, Wembley, isn't he? The yeah. O2 in Wembley. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, just saying, for future, there's a venue you can try and book later yeah. on. Mm. He was touring with the Interrupters too. I don't know whether you saw that. Oh. Yeah, through no. the states. No, right. Mm. There you go. We, that that would have been a good. Double. Just so you know, when we did um the on the on the um on the platform, that was Frank Turner. <laughs> yeah. He was the oh. little, little little bit of music. Yeah. yeah we'll he, he, he writes the music for our show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we use is either him or Elvis Costello. So. Thanks, Frank. We yeah. appreciate the uh, Cheers, freebies. Frank, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He has excellent merch. Iron Maiden have excellent merch. And now I'm asking you about your merch. What's going on? It's top secret stuff. <laughs> top secret. Yeah. Yeah. better be a tote bag. Yeah. Oh, stop Get it. a Hessian stop tote bag out there. Everyone's looking sure, for one sure. of those. Tote, bag, tote bags could be in the works. Oh, I see some middle-aged woman down at the old New World with a, <laughs> <laughs> with a Quinn V Mannix tote bag. Just my that's face right. on the side. Yeah, that's right. Beautiful. <laughs> Fashion so, staple. Yeah, that's right. So do you have, um, have you got that kind of... We do not have any merch oh. as of yet. yet. But it, yeah. it, You've got to get a band t-shirt. You just yeah. said off air, Quinn, that you're big on your band t-shirts. <laughs> I, I do love my band t-shirts. You don't want to just be wearing someone else's band. Nah. Free advertisement, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You want to get your own out there. It is worth having. I mean, I went to uh, Adam Hathaway in the Haunters, and Gina was Gina was down so the good. Gina was down the back on the merch table. Yeah, people, I know a lot of his family were buying t-shirts, yeah. but but still, other people were as well. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? yeah, it's great. I know, why I asked you about then, Liam, just before about the um, kind of design thing was, you know, thinking about your designs for merch mm. and all that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. Because we've had people on here who were like, oh, yeah, necklaces and, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Tea towels. Tea towels. Oh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a tea towel from uh, Marina Bloom. <laughs> oh, cool. Friends That's so cool. the tea towel, yeah. And um, also, I mean, what's her name up in Wellington? Then the Ministers. Ingrid. Ingrid. Yeah. Great T-shirt. Ingrid and the Ministers. Ingrid and the Ministers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's great. And... Um, Great, great T-shirt mm. they've got, yeah. just with the band. I mean, you could just have your... <coughs> it's, just, it's just all part of it, isn't it? Yeah. It and, is all part And everyone loves yeah. a good piece of merch. When they come and see you, you know? Yeah. And they're <laughs> like, I want to get that, something to say I was there that night, yeah. you know? We could get belt buckles made. <laughs> hey. Yeah. That, that's, now that, that... That's something you don't see. You don't that see often. that, yeah. No, that's a good idea. That is a very good idea. I don't even I know like where that. you'd go to. <laughs> yeah, neither. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be able to get it on um, AliExpress or something. Find it somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so the gig thing, right, um, are you going to be doing all that yourself or, you know, organising it yourself? And As always. Everything, so. it's DIY, right? Yeah, we're, 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 we've been playing and singing with heaps of people for so long but now it's just we're at the beginning of doing this mm. and, and and so is us. it this it's just the two of you right or are you going to have a it's just us but 
when you're on tour, when you're playing these, oh. are you going to have... When we play shows, we'll have a band playing with us. Yes. Right. So one acoustic, Caleb Barlow on electric, I believe. Oh, yeah. Liam on electric as well. Right. John O'Blackie on drums. And Theo Henderson on bass, I believe. Right. Cool. No, like a five-piece. No? Oh, and keep and Harry Burt on keyboards. It's just getting bigger. You'll be a scar yeah. band before you know it, yeah. mate. Oh, if you sounds can. good to me. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of brass horns. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. I I hesitate to ask this, Cole, given our history with this question, oh. and you'll know you'll know what I'm talking about. There you go. But do you like the DIY aspect? Uh, I would say that's a tricky question to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think aspects of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm enjoying the process of doing something differently, like having all the responsibility with Quinn and being like, okay, what do we want to do with this? And then how are we going to achieve that? Mm. I think mm. that's quite fun because you get to dream big and then go for it. Yeah. But it does, I think the pacing is hard. Like it does feel quite slow sometimes when you don't have a big driving force behind you. Sure. Do you agree? Yeah, it's, it's, it's very new. I'm enjoying aspects of it, but I've I've got some very good friends who are helping me out along the way. Sam nice. Elliott and Matt Clapp, and they're looking after us and making sure we can do this to the best of our ability. Good, because it's it's, it's it's quite a lot, isn't it? Mm. To um, I mean, not just you know promoting your own music, writing your own music, getting it all done, but once you want to take it on the road. Then you've got to deal with all those venues. Yeah. And then you've got to do the logistics of getting, you know, like you're talking about a five-piece or maybe a six-piece, mm. getting everyone to the venue. And if you're going around, even around the South Island, and it's bad enough just getting yourself to Dunedin <laughs> yeah. on time. <laughs> then you've got to get six people and then load it in, sound check it, mm. venue, accommodation, eating. Someone's got to eat along the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm. I mean, that's a lot to be thinking about apart and adding on to your own jobs. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we still work full time and mm. trying to make it all fit round. That's why I want, that's why I wondered, you know, about the recording of the album. You know, like when you both got busy lives, getting all that kind of in mm. there as well, you know? I guess the thing about it is it's like it doesn't feel like work. Mm. Like yeah. we're we're teacher aides and we're teaching in various forms and that feels like work. It's enjoyable. But this is just fun. This is us doing mm. what we want to do. Because I was going to say, sometimes you come home from work and go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. don't talk <laughs> yeah. to me about anything. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm just going to sit on this couch and stare blankly, thousand yards <laughs> stare straight out <laughs> the window. That's it. It could yeah. not have been more spot on. <laughs> <laughs> that was me the day off. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. most but, but I was going to say as well, you, 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 when you get out live, you know, it's great when you've got that product or that song, don't you, that that you've written and you've created and you've crafted and then you get it out there, it's got to give you the energy. Yeah. Afterwards, you've got to be like, I want some more of this, right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's the most addicting thing ever, I reckon. Like, being on stage and performing to people is... I have no way... Like, it's just the best feeling ever. Like, it's, like, it's so hard to describe. Like, And I guess you can't... Until you've... Um, Until you experience it, you don't really know. Mm. Like, and I, I guess, Liam, it might be a bit more of a, um, a short experience, but, you know, like you are talking about your swimming before. Mm. You know, when you, you win, like, a big event or a big race or something, you get that rush, right? Oh, Whereas definitely. this is over a protracted period, isn't it? Yeah, like an hour yeah, or whatever. Sure. You know? Yeah, it's a different feeling, eh? I just wonder, you know, like, when you're on stage and you're in the moment 
and then you do it and then when it finishes go oh I could have some more you yeah. know when you're at the bar afterwards or whatever and people coming up to you and chatting and you go I could do that again like you yeah. Know? yeah you just want to get back up there that's yeah. very good never stop yeah and how do you I, I don't know how you do it, but how do you sleep, sleep after something like that, right? Because you, you, you yeah, no. <laughs> until you fall down. Yeah, you just—it's a struggle, and then you've always got loud drums behind you, so your ears are always ringing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're just on such a rush that you're jumping around everywhere and can't sleep. But then, when the when the rush finally fi- kind of finally wears off, you're just out to it. Like you're just yeah, so right. tired. Yeah. So it could be what, a couple of hours or a whole night, but it's like we played. Um, we played with a band called Otatahi 20 at Space Academy last week, and that's all, I think it was like a 12-piece Afrobeat band. Oh, so fun. <laughs> but, right, yeah. But trying to get to sleep, I, I was just playing cowbell and singing. <laughs> and I've never worked harder in my life than right. just playing cowbell. It was, it was quite physical, wasn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, insane. But trying to get to sleep after that gig. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Such, such energy on stage, and you come home and you're like, yeah. Yeah. So do you have a back? Do you have a bit of a um, an affinity for Afro beat? So that was through Josh Derval. So that's his his wee project, and mm. we're fortunate enough to be part of it. Yeah, he, mm. he he likes us. So Josh is in one of my other bands called The Goons. Well, he was. He's now on his way. He's not. He's leaving to Amsterdam to go yeah. study more. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that was his project, and he loves it. And. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's good. Cool. Do you want to play another I'll play track? track. <coughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll play a track, yes. Yeah, so we'll do another Miracle Legion track, I think. And this yeah. is All for the Best, and you're on Expanding Horizons. So beautiful it's in 
live music, interviews, and banter on expanding horizons. Yes, we have all that. We have all that and more, and that was all for the best from Miracle Legend, and we kicked off the show with a Miracle Legend track as well. Yeah, mm. and in between, we've had the wonderful stories and the wonderful music. From Quinn Maddox and Liam, who've been in here. With a V. Don't With forget the v, the v. The V for victory. <laughs> yeah. the v. So we're just going to quickly wrap up. So you've got the couple of singles out there. They're on the usual channels where people can download Stream and purchase. Them yep. everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere. Please. And at some point, will you be on the YouTube videos going on? I'm sure that is in the works. In the works. Another thing for you to do. I don't want to lay you up with, you know, make sure you get some merch, make sure yeah. you get the video going. That's good. He's cracking the whip. Yeah, that's right. But um, people should be yeah, getting on those, buying them. Buy one for your mates. Buy one for your granny. Wrap it up as a Christmas present. <laughs> the next so time I, we come on, we'll bring you a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Be excellent. Right. Yeah, excellent. And... Um, just before we go, any shout-outs? Got any shout-outs to plug, anyone out there? Plug some people. Plug some people. People oh. who've been helping, people who will be frustrated by hearing their name on the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are oh, on, there's plenty of those. Eric. Maybe people who are on the, the CIAs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Jackson mix, mixes all of our stuff, and he's done a very good job. Mm. Um, Jackson Levi. Jackson. Levi is his right. producer name. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Excellent. Who else? I guess the band, the people that are on the track. Thanks, Jono. Yeah. Drumming, making it sound nice. Uh, <laughs> shout it. out to Do my uh, <laughs> darling angel, Amber. Um, yeah. Amber Carly Williams. Uh, she's just, she has just snapped the, head, the neck off her guitar. You'll <laughs> <and laughs> go home and your guitar will be in there. It was uh, such a tentative yeah. shout out, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber. <laughs> Dog box on, tonight. Come back on our show, Amber. We miss you. Yeah, surely. Next yeah. time I come back, Liam won't be able to make it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two broken legs. Yeah, I, was, I was just going to say, we'll be like, Liam, why are you in that moon boot? <laughs> <laughs> why are you in that neck brace? <laughs> yeah. Says the man with the, with the black eye. That's me. <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's yeah. a story for another time. That's a story for another time. And I was just going to say, we should give a um, shout out to Sign of the Five. Yeah, we'll do that sale, please. Where to find Sign of the Five and Canterbury's number one rock covers band. And they are at the uh, infamous Grouse. The, tonight. Inf- the, the infamous, infamous Grouse down there in Lincoln. Because Rob's playing in his own backyard tonight. Oh, uh, right. And as a big shout out, because Rob was, well, <coughs> Rob and Quinn go way back. Yeah. My first guitar tutor. Yeah, that's right. The uh, Rob's Lamborghini will have to travel a little bit further. But, uh, that's right. <laughs> His Lamborghini filled with, filled with equipment. Anyway, they're after the rugby. Supposedly there's some rugby game on tonight. There right is. Rumour has it. Go the Saders. Yeah, oh. There you go. That sorted that out. I thought it was the All Blacks. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so thank you chaps for thank being on. It's much. been thank great. You. It was great fun. And um, yeah, yeah, come, come back, back. Please. Saves me talking to Stu all the time. Then. Right. <laughs> we do have a few um, people in the studio over the next two or three weeks. Though, we have then. quite a few people yeah, coming in. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a few phone calls as well. In fact, an international phone call. We've got an international phone from yeah. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. But we'll reveal that at oh, a later well, date. We'll keep that secret. You have to keep listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Keep tuning in. And a big shout out again to Paige and Ava. I know they won't be listening, but you mentioned there's your names on the radio. <laughs> For the second time. Yeah. All right, probably, Cole, it's about time we got up. Got down. And got outside. And we'll see you later. We'll see you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye.